Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Live from the Dean's Den, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane with wrestling news, wrestling views, and wrestling news news. Sit back, pop a cold one, and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den. Yeah, and of course, tonight I have issues. Oh, well, what can you say? Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of Live from the Dean's Den. I am Steve Hain, the Dean of Wrestling Referees. Yes, I finally got my cold one popped open, so all of you who are watching me on Facebook tonight, that one's for you. All right, let's get started. Um, This week's first off, I do want to apologize uh, for there being no show last week. For those of you who listen to this show via replay uh, on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Normally, in order to do the show live on Blog Talk, I run through via Skype. Well... Um, Blog Talk and Skype were having a friendship timeout. Thank you, Britt Baker, for that line. I love it. I've used it numerous times since you came up with it. Um, But uh, so because of that, I was like, I don't want to sound not as good. And although my Bluetooth is a uh, a good headset and and, uh, it sounds good on the phone, I don't think it sounds as good when I'm broadcasting. Um, in fact, uh, for everybody that's watching on Facebook, I was originally planning on going through with my Bluetooth, but uh, unfortunately, the battery kicked out beforehand. Hey, it's live broadcasting. What are you going to do? So anyway, um, I figured I'd just go ahead, take the week off, see if uh, Skype and Blog Talk could uh, play nice with each other. And so uh, finally... Um, as of, uh, this morning, they were back on friendship terms. So here I am. All right. Now to get to the, uh, main crux of, uh, this week's broadcast, as I call it the strange case of Matt Riddle. Now I know there's going to be a few people that are going to be upset. I expect that. I would not be doing my job, honestly, if I didn't probably upset a few people this week. But I'm going to say what needs to be said here. Um, And this is not just a case with, with Riddle. This is a case with a lot of other people. This has happened to John Cena. This has happened 
to Roman Reigns. This has happened to Seth Rollins. Numerous other other people within within the industry. Uh, they were had had all of the internet fans yelling, "Push him! Push him! He deserves to get pushed! He deserves to get pushed! Put him over! Put him over!" And then when Vince would start to put him over, all of a sudden it's, we don't want him. Boo, boo. Get him out of here. We don't like him. And, you know, even though Vince was still running with the original impression, you guys were turning. And this has happened this week to one Matthew Riddle. Now, here's here's the whole story. Okay, um, a lot of people might know Matt was a uh, UFC fighter uh, until he tested positive for marijuana, so he was out. He went to a different uh, company, was successful there. Uh, eventually left MMA. Uh, wound up getting trained for professional wrestling. Went to uh, numerous promotions, including uh, PWG, where he cut his teeth. Then um, eventually wound up with uh, WWE, and he made it to NXT. And he was on there for uh, a couple of years, was very popular among uh, all the fans and that. Only had one uh, title ever, and that was the uh, um, tag team title that uh, he uh, he took with uh, Pete Dunne. And then after they after they lost those, as the rumors were going around, he wound up uh, getting called up to the main roster and being called on a SmackDown. Now. Right, of course, the night that he is getting, he's going to be making his debut, although, of course, everything is taped beforehand. He was named in the speaking out movement. And so there was some question whether he was even going to be on, whether they were going to edit him out. And that, but he was not only not edited out, uh, he won his first match against AJ Styles. And then came last week. Last week, Matt cut a promo. In that promo, he told this story of supposedly why he wrestles barefoot, which the story for those who did not watch it was that um, Matt was the type that uh, he goes out in, in sliders everywhere he everywhere he goes, no matter the weather. And supposedly he went out running in his sliders in sub-zero temperatures, wound up getting 
frostbite, almost lost his feet, but now as a result, he doesn't have any feeling in his feet, and so that's why he wears the flip-flops and does the barefoot thing. Well, somebody very much liked that promo. And the person who liked that promo was Vince McMahon. And as soon as it came out that Vince McMahon liked that promo, all of a sudden the IWC turned on him. Ah, he's a sellout. He's a sellout. We hate him. I mean, he already had enough on his plate with the um, speaking out allegations. Now, all of a sudden, Vince likes what he's what he's doing on the mic. So, that's it. Boom! Internet wrestling community says, no, we don't like him anymore. He's a suck-up. He's a kiss-butt and all that type of stuff. And so now the only thing that is probably Matt Riddle's saving grace is the fact that due to COVID-19, there are no live events. There are no actual wrestling shows done in front of the paying public. If they were in front of the paying public at a house show or on SmackDown the next week, you can guarantee that Matt Riddle would get booed. And this is sad. This is sad. This is why, fans, you wonder why WWE especially doesn't listen to you. This is why. Because of the fact that you come out, you get on social media, you say, hey, we want... We want Matt Riddle. We want Roman Reigns. We want Seth Rollins. We want The Rock. Whatever. And then when you do get him, you're like, no, we don't want him anymore. We don't want him anymore. Get get him out of here. Get him out of here. Put him in the opening match somewhere. Now, let him be a jobber and that. Now, to quote one of uh, Daniel Bryan's great heel lines, fickle. And a lot of times, that is what the IWC is, fickle. You push somebody to the moon, and then when they get a push, you don't like them anymore. You want him gone. And so that is why you're not only not listened to, but you're laughed at by a lot of other wrestling fans. And 
anybody who has an issue with this, um, contact me through uh, Facebook uh, Live from the Dean's Den. I'm more than happy to discuss it with you. But it's the truth. It's the truth. This, you, you wanted this until you didn't want it. And the only reason that you didn't want it now was because the boss liked what he did. That's it. Now, is Vince McMahon a jerk? Is he a jackass? Yes. I have said that for years. Okay? I have no love lost for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Had he not taken over the wrestling business and bought and intimidated everybody else out, I probably would be retired from the AWA by now. That's not what happened. I understand it. Fine. No big deal. Okay. I still have had 30 plus years in this industry. And so I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm just not good with the fact that there are people who will sit there and say, yeah, we want this guy. We want this guy. Now, listen to listen to us. We are the fans. Listen to us. And then when they do listen, all of a sudden you change your minds and you don't want them. And then you say, you know, we never liked him. We never liked him. He's a jerk. He's a jackass. Get rid of him. And that. He has no talent. He had talent 90 days ago when you wanted Vince to bring him up from NXT. Oh, what changed in 90 days? Oh, did he did he suddenly get crippled? Did he suddenly oh start uh, start drinking on the job or drugging on the job to where you know he can't put a good wrestling match on? No, no, no. What it is is just like with pop music, K-pop. Whatever whatever style you happen to listen to, it's that flavor of the month thing. Whatever is the flavor of the month, you like it until something new comes along. And then suddenly the flavor of the month doesn't taste good anymore. Now, folks, it's time to become consistent. You can't hate on somebody just because all of a sudden the boss likes him, okay? Because someday that next guy is going to come along and he could be even better. And what is what's going to happen? He's not going to get pushed. Why? Because back in the office, they know that the second that they push this person, all of a sudden, the fans are going to turn on him. 
and there goes everything that Vince and the creative, and I still use their quotes because I don't really consider them that, but Vince and the creative team have worked months to prepare to bring to you, and then you go ahead and basically you take a dump on it. You know, that's that's it. That's why the IWC is a joke among more, maybe I guess you could call somebody like me a purist and that, but it's true. It is what it is. And just, you know, you have to, you have to accept that. You have to accept that fact. So think a little bit, you do a little reflection before you decide to throw that guy that two months ago you wanted to push to the moon under the bus. Now, um, talk about somebody getting thrown under the bus. Got to talk about Ruby riot okay this woman had one of the great stables going for the women's division at the time with the riot squad her Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan and then for some unexplained reason and this is one of those you can't blame the IWC for this is something that Vince and the boys in the back decided, all right, we got to bust up the riot squad. So in the draft, they split them all up. And then after they split them all up, Ruby Riot has to go in for surgery. So she's gone for a while, finally comes back. She does a uh, short-lived turn on Liv Morgan that uh, fell about as flat as the uh, um, Lana Lashley wedding and has proceeded since then to basically be a fall girl. For those who aren't aware, Ruby Riot's record since she has come back from surgery is O and 13. That's right. No wins, 13 losses. Now, this is a gal that six months ago was getting pushed to the moon. Then for some reason, some unexplained reason. Uh, I mean, I understand, yeah, she was injured, she needed surgery. I get that. Okay? That happens in this business all the time. Uh, I mean, we've all, probably almost all of us in this business have had one or two surgeries. I mean, mine was was career-ending as far as 
in-ring goes, but still, you know, most, most of the time, uh, you have the surgery, you recover from them, uh, you get back into ring shape, and then you get then you get back into it, and it's almost like you were never gone. In the case of uh, Ruby Riot, it's like, what did they do? What happened to her? Now, this woman who was part of a part of a three-person squad that was so good and probably should have had the women's tag team titles about now. Well, Riot is 0-13. Liv Morgan is, I think, like 1-5. I don't even know right now. And Sarah Logan is done out of the wrestling business. In fact, um, she and uh, her husband, Raymond Rowe, Eric of the Viking Raiders, are expecting their first child. So congratulations to them. This is a, uh, this is a wonderful thing. And uh, so her former Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, and also... Um, Kudos to uh, Angelo Dawkins of uh, Street Profits. Um, just uh, the other day, he and uh, his wife had their uh, had their first child. Um, Angelo posted pictures up on uh, his Instagram account, and by golly, <laughs> this is a this is a this is a cute this is a cute baby. He's a, he's a, he's a real, he's a real cutie. Um, he, Angelo posted on uh, Instagram, welcome to the, to the fam, little homie. Um, and he is, I mean, absolutely, absolutely adorable. Uh, congratulations to Angelo and his wife. Now, um, which gets me to my next point. The Street Profits, Montez Ford, and namely Montez Ford's wife, Bianca Belair. You wonder where she's been hiding at. Well, she's done she's done some uh, main event, but she was not happy with the direction that they were trying to push her in, which was not the direction that she was at when she was in NXT. And this seems to be this seems to be the biggest problem. And I've talked about this on uh, on other shows in the past with NXT talent. Oh, um, the NXT creative team which now consists of uh Shawn Michaels, Jesse James and Triple H do all the creation of these characters. And then at the appropriate point, supposedly, they get brought up to the main roster where they are then passed over to a creative group who literally has not actually had time to ever watch these people on video because they're too busy trying to get the next episode of Raw or SmackDown together after 
the current episode is over and they'll put it together and then have Vince just yell a few hours before showtime or taping time, tear the entire script up and completely rewrite the whole thing. But anyway, um, Bel Air just was not uh, happy with what they were doing and that, so she says, "You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the. I'm not gonna do your main show now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be on Raw. Oh, um, fortunately, um, Montez." is not being punished for it. Oh, but, um, you know, right now she's relegated to the D show. Main event. I mean, you know, Raw is supposedly the A show, SmackDown the B show, NXT the C show. Although um, I think most people would sit there and say, no, in reality, NXT is the A show. And Raw and SmackDown are the B and C shows. But come say, come suck. It is what it is. Um, so for right now, at least until they come up with something a little bit better for her, um, she's not she's not planning on going anywhere. She's just, she'll do a uh, well a main event and. Just be happy to uh, sit around and uh, collect a paycheck while her husband does the harder work and that. But I can't say as I blame her. I mean, again, main roster creative doesn't know anything really about her, about her character, about the character's motivations and that. This is why I have said numerous times that when Vince shifts a person or several people up to the main roster, um, the NXT creative, and in this case, you know, I mean, the NXT creative is the number two guy in the company, along with his best friend and his other friend from the DX days, just have them have them come in on the creative meetings, have them explain who the character is, what their motivations are, and go ahead and take them from there. Now, do it do it for about uh, three weeks or so, and within that time frame, the main creative team should understand what exactly these people are all about why they do what they do when you can expect them to jump somebody um, when you can expect them to get jumped things like that okay it's uh, it's actually a pretty simple concept if you if you take a serious objective look at it um, and then um, finally for tonight, excuse me. Have to take a look at uh, what happened 
on Wednesday night with Fighter Fest. Most notably the Renegade Bleep, where Taz passes down his FTW championship to Brian Cage. Now, a few weeks back, Taz gave Cage the beat him if you can, survive if he lets you. So he's already began passing the torch by giving Cage his taglines. He has now given Cage the title that Paul Heyman came up with as a concept for the angry man who was being overlooked by everybody in ECW. So now Cage is the guy that's being overlooked in favor of John Moxley with AEW. So Taz being the inventive mind that it is that he is hands over his prized FTW belt to Cage. Now, Tony Khan says they're going to actually recognize it and they're going to use it. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Now, of course, uh, this coming Wednesday night is uh, Fight for the Fallen, which is going to be a benefit uh, this time for COVID-19 patients. The original Fight for the Fallen was for victims of gun violence. Um, You'll be able to actually donate to the cause and if you have it available to donate please do that would be really a great thing um but uh brian cage the ftw champion will be facing john moxley the aew champion and i think it's going to be a uh, really good match um i think the uh i think the set of styles between uh cage and his power and Moxley and his uh, counter moves with his violence streak is going to make for an excellent, excellent match. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with this. And I am definitely looking forward to seeing it. All right. Well, that is our time for this evening, fans. Um, Thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll be talking to you next week. So uh, for those of you who were watching on Facebook Live, thank you. For those of you who are listening live on Blog Talk, thank you. Thank you for listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den comes to you every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio on Evolution Radio Network. Replays can be found on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.